Welcome to the Bill Spadia Show on demand. Don't forget to subscribe and follow this show so you'll never miss a minute. Bill Spadia is compensated for commercial and nonprofit appearances. 609 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. All right. So, Dan, I uh, two things I noticed this morning. One, okay. it was a little warmer, 26 degrees, up from 23 yesterday Some in my parts car. of the state are 20 degrees warmer than yesterday. <laughs> it's pretty doing amazing, much right? better here, yes. Yeah, so a little warmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also counted, I think it may be a morning record, 21 deer. The deer are going crazy. Yeah. Okay. Have you noticed that? Am I the only one? I, I didn't see any on my way really? in, but I'm sure they saw me. So I was going to ask, is that, do you think that's something to do with the fact that it warmed up a little bit? A little I'm not st- sure. You know, I, I'm actually a big believer that when there's a big storm coming, I watch mm. those deer. I watch what the animals do because they yeah. know when there's, there's yeah. bad weather coming in. But in terms of numbers, uh, I don't, I don't so know. So I wonder if they're hanging out because it's going to be nice all week. Yeah, hey, we get a break from right? hibernation. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but it is going to get warm this week. Uh, like oh, really yeah. warm, not 23 <laughs> to 26. Ridiculously warm. Uh, today we'll see 40s. Tomorrow we'll see more 40s. And then 50s on Thursday, 60s. So the snow's going to be gone. I think so. It combined yeah. with, with rain, you know, warm uh, rain is the most effective snow melter there right. is. You know, we're, we're just going to reset the reset the palette. You know, okay. nice, nice fresh slate going into next week as we head into February. Little Bob Ross returns. on a clean canvas. Exactly. Right? Yep, yep. <laughs> Everything will be uh, reset for our next blast of cold air, which is going to come along next week sometime. Next, after Sunday. Um... Sunday will de- this weekend turns cooler, yeah, and then after Sunday it turns colder again. Probably by Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, we're going to really be feeling okay. the chill again. Any storms on the horizon? So we've got rain in the forecast. Okay, uh, almost a daily thing from now through the weekend. Really, nothing really heavy though. There is a, a little chance for some light icing today and early tomorrow in far okay. northern New Jersey. Other than that, there's no alarm bells to ring here. You know, it's it's just yeah. a little bit wet. Um, we'll see what happens next week as that cold air returns. That'll be the next opportunity for something interesting. Okay. Thanks, Dan. Mm-hmm. Eric, the deer, out of control today. Did you see Yeah, I, I saw a couple on the way in. It's But I see the same ones every morning. I mean, they're always on the same road. See, I saw some new guys this All morning. All right. Well, maybe they Yeah, little ones, too. So uh, we're not doing enough to curb the... Uh, the growth of these deer. Yeah, I saw a little one the other day being chased by a fox. No kidding. Yeah, um, right around the corner here by the cemetery. Um, well, the and, foxes aren't doing a good enough job. Yeah. yeah I'm I, sick of the deer. I, I just, I mean, it is, and they're so bold. It's like they don't even notice you're driving by. Oh, they do. I, I just, but I don't think they're, they're frightened of it anymore. I mean, yeah. they've become conditioned living in this area that, you know, cars don't frighten them because they, they're they around the noise yeah. all the time. I mean, people don't frighten them anymore. I mean, they're naturally skittish animals and, you know, you're not going to go up and pet one. But, you know, I mean, I've had mornings coming in where they're in the road, the car, you know, I'm approaching them. They won't even move. They don't even move. They don't it's, move out of the road anymore. No, it's absolutely nuts. Um, real quick, that story, just because I, I may use that as a jumping off point because I was thinking about it this morning. You and I both have... Uh, in different states, uh, a license to carry a concealed firearm. Mm-hmm. Um, guy was in what? Costco. Costco. What yeah. happened? He shot his foot, or we? we he like- I don't know where he shot himself. Police weren't giving a lot of information, including who the guy was. But he had a permit to carry. Um, they termed it a misfire, really? an accidental shooting. So the guy shot himself. I mean, I mean gun- that's hard to do. 
It is hard to do. Fumbling with the firearm. Like, people think that these guns just go off. No, you got to, like, he was doing something. The the gun doesn't just shoot. Yeah, I mean, if you're just walking down the street and you have it holstered (laughs) properly and secured in your holster, the gun just doesn't go, hey, let's fire off the shot. Exactly, exactly. You know, I... So it must have scared the hell out of the shoppers at Costco. Exactly. Do we know? We don't know what happened. We know the guy was in the store. He was in the store. The gun went off. Um... Misfire, you know, they, he hasn't been charged, and they haven't identified him. Now, the investigation's not done yet. The presumption would be if he hasn't been charged, wasn't like he was waving the gun around or he had it out or anything. Right. But he had to have at some point, and we don't know what type of gun it was, handgun, but we don't know what type, um, because that would tell us what type of a safety mechanism it has. Right, you know, right. So, you know, like a, if you're carrying a Glock, a Glock really doesn't have a safety. It's a like, trigger safety. Like I have my, uh, the the bodyguard, the Smith & Wesson, um, yep. where it does not have, there's no hammer. Right. So it's smooth on the back. I mean, so you you have to pull the trigger. Right. And there's resistance, which I wanted. Right. So it's not, you know, it's not a hair trigger. You got to actually use some strength. Right. And it's, and you know, that's, I, look, the, the first rule I was taught, probably you as well, you don't put your finger on the trigger unless you intend unless to shoot. Unless you are going to pull it. Right. Yeah. Man, I'd love to know what happened. I, because stupid things like that, it sets back the gun owners who are like, hey, we're, we are actually the most responsible people in this mix, the concealed carry permit holders. Right. You know, I remember the study they did uh, it was Texas and Florida Probably going back now 10 years, but they showed that that uh, police officers were more likely to violate the carry laws off duty than um, concealed carry permit holders. They had more violations, Interesting, which I thought was interesting. Right. Yeah. They did. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't know if that holds today or if that's just a one off. Right. But it kind of shows that the concealed carry permit holders go through a lot of hoops to get there. And are tend to be the most responsible. I wonder what happened. But it wasn't like someone was pulling a firearm out because there was an incident or a robbery no, or no. just an accident. But I it, but the, again, you know, an accident, I'd like to know what happened because, you know, if you have your weapon properly holstered. Right. It is uh, near impossible. Almost, yeah, near impossible <laughs> right. for that gun to go off. Unless you're fiddling with it. And even right. then... It's hard. You know, it's hard. Yeah. Because most most holsters today actually have a trigger block on them. Right. Where so, you can't just accidentally finger the trigger if your right. gun is holstered. And you couldn't shoot it while it's in the holster. You Correct. have to pull it out it and would, put your hand right. on the trigger. You'd have to have done something. <laughs> it's amazing. So I don't know if it was tucked in his pants or well that's you never know right right i mean wearing the sweats he's going down the aisles gotta pick up the big box of toilet paper right you know he's like ah crap my gun's moving hold on right it's that i mean i i don't know peanut butter hold on i gotta adjust the the firearm yeah we don't know but i mean that's you know (laughs) your mind goes the same place mine does is because i i don't i couldn't even imagine a scenario under which no right that's why i'm asking i literally can't yeah all right so can you do you have a concealed carry permit in the Garden State or in any other state? And uh, do you do you carry a firearm as a normal course of your day? And do you agree with me that near impossible, I don't know how a firearm accidentally goes off in your holster. 1-800-283-101.5. And do you agree with me there ought to be a reciprocal right to carry if you have it in one state? 
You should have it in all states. 1-800-283-101.5-617. Fast driving into weather. 622 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. And I'll be with you until 10 o'clock this morning talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So, guy walks into a Costco. Sounds like the start of a joke. Dude walks into a Costco with his concealed carry permit, and the gun goes off. What the hell? I, I hate when things like that happen. I know there's context to it. I, I, I just, I get... Every time I hear a story like this, I'm hesitant to talk about it because you don't want to fuel the fire of the gun grabbers out there who are too ignorant to understand that we need aggressive concealed carry permits across this country. There should be reciprocity. I'm licensed in Utah, which makes me eligible to carry a concealed um, firearm in uh, in about 30 states. But I'm not licensed in New Jersey. Just haven't felt like going through the hoops yet, to be quite honest with you. Um, probably will do it in the next year. But again, you know, you hate to fuel the uh, the case for these gun grabbers. And, and uh, you know, sometimes mistakes like that, it's exactly what they do. So we don't know what the circumstances were. I don't know if the guy was messing around, fiddling with the firearm. We don't know. Right now, it's just listed as an accident. And as we know more, I will let you know. Let's uh, check in with our friend, Senator Ed Durr. What's going on, Ed? Good morning. Hey, good morning, Bill. Uh, again, you know, you're spot on with this. You know, one, it's unfortunate that this took place because yeah. absolutely your gun grabbers are going to say, gee, it's yeah, a dangerous right? society for yep. somebody to carry yep. a gun. Well, here, here's the issue. No doubt that this gun did not have a holster because, as you and Eric pointed out, because I, I carry a a shield, and I have a holster, and it protects the trigger. So Right. It can't go no off while can't. it's holstered, right, Ed? I mean, it can't. But here, here's the other side of it, and this is the this is the debate that's going on that I have not decided which way to go because I, I'm sure you heard of Colin Noir, the uh, 2A act, activist. Mm-hmm. He supports gun ownership. Yeah. He, he, he did, did a video talking about chambering around. I don't carry my gun with a chambered round right now. I, I, I would have to rack it if I go to right. use it. And no doubt this guy had a chambered round because right. that's what will make it more risky mm-hmm. if you put, as you said, put your finger on the trigger. But here's the thing. I don't know if you saw recently uh, the AG just come out with a report that New Jersey, for the first time, was under 1,000 murders yes. in the state of New Jersey. Yes. He, he didn't bother talking about the correlation. Right, how we now have concealed carry. Thousands of more right. concealed right. carry That's owners. right. Do you think that the criminals might have thought, hey, if I take a chance and rob somebody, I might have to pay for that with my life. Yeah, that's right. Because they've been less likely to take that risk. Well, you know, uh, Senator, they won't even address that issue. I mean, they, you know, that's the that's part of the problem. They 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 have willfully ignored this. I remember when concealed carry passed in Florida. I mean, you're going back more than ten years. Uh, one of the one of the the immediate results. I mean, literally over the course of months 
was violence against women dropped precipitously because women were now able to put a firearm uh, in their handbags. And it changed the culture. All of a sudden, you know, I may, I may not take that chance. So you're right. I believe we need reciprocity uh, at the federal level to say no state can deny you if you are licensed in one. I don't see how this could be different from a marriage license or a driver's license or anything else. It's that simple. You're responsible enough to get one. You got it. Right. Exactly. My license doesn't stop at the border. My First Amendment rights do not stop at one state to another. I can go anywhere. My fourth. So why is the Second Amendment? The Second Amendment. See, here's the problem. People are confused and they think that the government issued these rights. No, these rights are God given rights. The government, the Second Amendment is to tell the government what they can't infringe upon. That's exact. Bingo. Senator, thank you. I'll tell you, I uh, I am eagerly looking forward to see what you're going to do next. And right now, though, uh, edthetrucker.com is still an active website. So, Senator, we'll uh, look forward to your next step in the political arena. We need your voice. Thanks for calling. Oh, I appreciate it. Take care, Bill. You have a great day. All right, you take care. That is Senator Ed Durr, uh, formerly representing the 3rd District in the New Jersey legislature and uh, uh, now not in office, in part because some of the weak Republicans in the back room failed to back him. And, yep, talking to you, Jack, talking to you, Bob Hugan. And, uh, but don't worry, that tide is starting to turn and regular folks recognize the betrayal of some of these backroom uh, cabal elites. And uh, that tide is turning. You're going to see it in 24. You're certainly going to see it in 25. All right. We're talking about concealed carry. Do you have the right, right right now to carry a firearm? Or do you have the license to do it, I should say? And uh, what do you think happened with this guy in the Costco? Mike Sal, Christian Eric, I'll be right back. 627. If you got a right to carry, I want to talk to you about this. 1-800-283-101.5. Right now, Eric Scott, back with your news. 638 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So, dude walks into a Costco and his gun goes off. Now, we don't know what the circumstances were. We know that police were called. We know there was a shot fired. We don't know if the weapon was holstered or what. Uh, but I can tell you, as a concealed carry permit holder uh, in Utah, which um, qualifies me to carry a weapon in almost, I think it's 30 states now, um, that seems impossible for a gun just to go off. So somebody was doing something stupid, it sounds like. But my question to you is, do you have a permit to carry? Do you carry a firearm? And are you comfortable with uh, with that role and responsibility. Let's start with Chris in Forked River. Hey, good morning, Bill. What's up, Chris? How are you? Hey, good, you. Yeah, so I have my concealed carry. I had it for over a little year now, and mm-hmm. I carry everywhere that I go. And there is no way that gun could have gone off unless he was fumbling around with it. And right? Himself. Chris, Absolutely. let me ask you something. Uh, what's the responsibility like? Because I know when I traveled across country and I, you know, knew when I had to have the firearm locked up and I knew when I had to, you know, holster it. And, you know, it was a responsibility that I was very aware when I was uh, walking around with a loaded firearm, right? Like it was, makes you aware, you know, I was, I I would not uh, stop in for a beer. Like there were things, I did things differently with that. How about you? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to plan out your routes throughout the day and figure out if you, the store you're going to, you can carry to. If not, then you can't. Right. I mean, especially if going to restaurants and serve alcohol, you can't do that either now. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, you, you have to plan out your day because there's no way at all you should be carrying if you're not responsible at all. Yeah. Uh, how hard was the process? You got it in New Jersey. How difficult? It was pretty difficult. I got it when it first came out, and yeah. I waited about six and a half months before I finally got the call from my police station to come pick it up. Good. And uh, what kind of firearm do you carry? I carry a Smith & Wesson Shield 2.0. Nice, nice. Smith & Wesson's a good product. So that's, the shield is, um, is that a revolver or no? No, it's a semi-auto. Yeah, am I the only one that prefers revolvers for that? Yeah, I think so. I, I think I may be. It's like I'm old school. I don't know. I feel like less can go wrong with a revolver. All right, Chris. Hey, man, good talking to you. Thanks for weighing in. Right, thank you. Have a good rest of your day. Let's go to Sean in Cherry Hill. Good morning, Bill. What's going on, Sean? Oh, just another day of work. Yeah, so you got a permit or not? I do. All right. I've had a concealed carry permit um, not for, not long here in New Jersey. I waited a little while to see how uh, King Murphy was going to handle this thing. Yeah. But, uh, well, he tried his best to stop it. I mean, he is the, yeah, the so gun grabber in chief. very difficult. Well, he doesn't value the Constitution. I mean, Murphy has said as much. I mean, during the lockdowns, he said that the Bill of Rights was above his pay grade. Said that on national yeah. television. I mean, this this is a man that doesn't respect the country that has afforded him so many opportunities. He is a absolute disgrace. I mean, between the sanctuary Absolutely. cities, the invasion at our southern border, and his wanton disrespect for police officers uh, and average citizens, you know, I'm not. I I can't believe we've gotten to the point where so many people have been able to get their right to carry in this state. Me too. It was surprising. I grew up in West Virginia. I, I think I, my first birthday was my first gun. And uh, <laughs> then, I, <laughs> then I lived in Tennessee for 26 years where we had uh, where we had Second Amendment freedoms. Yep. And, uh, you know, and then I had a concealed carry permit there for years. Then I moved up here and I was like, oh, holy cow, what in the world are they doing up here? Sean, what um, got you to New Jersey? Cherry Hill of all places. <laughs> Well, I married a Jersey girl. She drugged me up here kicking and screaming. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So this this guy this guy in, in the store there, he had to be fumbling with his gun. For one, one of the rules are to have a concealed carry permit in New Jersey, you have to keep it in a holster that covers the trigger. Mm-hmm. So, so he had to be doing something wrong in the first place. The guns don't just go off. No. So I, I carry now. I carry a small, um, twenty-two Magnum revolver, um, and the reason I carry that is it fits in my pocket very well. Nobody ever knows I have it. I right. don't want to advertise it. Don't want anybody to know I have it until until I need it. Until you need it, I right? Need it. <laughs> and hopefully, I don't ever need it. Well, th- you know what though? Thank you for backing me up on this, Sean. I, my go-to is a revolver as well because less can go wrong. And that, that bodyguard is a, if the cylinder's only five shots and it's, yeah. I mean, talk about it's, it's tight. It's small. I, I love it. I love it. It's yeah, a, my, my wife's, my wife wasn't a gun person until she met me. Um, and yeah. now she, now she's a huge gun advocate and she has her own guns. And her first gun that, I, that, that she bought was a revolver because, because of that exact fact, there's less to go wrong. If she's in a panic, somebody breaks in the house, I'm not home. She don't have to do anything but pull the trigger. That's right. Um, and, and nothing's going to jam. She don't have to worry about fighting the gun. Thank you, Sean. Yes, I've got from home defense, I've got the uh, uh, Ruger 
Um, I've got a Ruger 357, which is uh, a really, yep. really nice weapon. And I you know, the same gun. yeah, it's nice and loud <laughs> and and powerful. Yep. And I use the um, uh, the home defense uh, ammunition that has that you know hollow points are technically not legal, but if they're filled with a that well, I don't know what it is a silicon or something. That's, there's, <laughs> yeah, that but th there's a workaround, and uh, and that's what you want for home defense because it's not going Absolutely. anywhere. Right? It's, it's, that's right. That's it, right. You don't want it to penetrate your walls and penetrate your neighbor walls. Right. You want it to stop at your target. Uh, stop in the perp. Exactly. All right, Sean. That's good right. talking to you, man. <laughs> good talking to you. Have a great rest of your day. All right, Mike All right, Sal. Keep doing what you're doing, bud. I appreciate that, Sean. Thank you. Uh, Mike Sal, Eric, everybody hang in there. We're talking about uh, your concealed carry permit in New Jersey. How hard was it to get? And do you agree with me that this dude in the Costco had to be fumbling with this thing? Now, again, we don't know. But firearms just don't go off while you're holding them in your in, in a in a holster. If something went wrong. I'd like to know more about this story. But a firearm did go off in a Costco. Cops were called, and to this point, nobody's been charged. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five is the number. Your calls coming up after traffic and weather next. Six fifty one on New Jersey one zero one point five. I am Bill Spadia. With you at 10 o'clock this morning, talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. So, talking about the concealed carry permit in New Jersey. Guy with a concealed carry permit walks into a Costco. Gun goes off. Nope, wasn't in there to hurt himself, wasn't in there to break up a robbery. No, the gun just went off. Now, any of us who have either served in the military, as you know, I was in the Marine Corps, um, and... Uh, or have a permit to carry a firearm now, how is it possible that the gun just went off? Something is wrong. What do you think? 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. Let's start with Eric in Flemington. What are your thoughts, man? Hey, how you doing this morning? Good, Eric. How you doing? All right? I'm doing good. Good. So here are my thoughts. I was uh, in the range a couple months ago. Yep. And something similar did happen in one of the classes. It turns out the shooter tucked his shirt into his holster with his weapon. Wow. And when, when, when he went to pull it out, the bottom of the shirt wrapped the trigger, and the gun went off. No kidding. What are the so chances is, of that happening? Well, it is possible. So I let mean, me ask Eric, did he get hurt? Where, where'd, where'd the round uh, go? No, he, it went... He did put a hole in his pants, and a couple of the people in the range got hit with some shrapnel from the bullet hitting the ground, and whether it was cement or a piece of the lead, I don't know, but nobody was seriously injured. What was the but shaming again, like, Eric, on that guy? Uh, they were very mad. Yeah, Let's put it that way. Yeah. I mean, if, you're, if your shirt gets stuck in your holster... Don't pull your shirt out. Pull your gun out. I leave, just, leave the shirt in place and, and nothing bad. So that was happen. it. He's pulling the shirt and the gun. I mean, that is that is a freak circumstance, right? You, you couldn't. Right. If you tried to do that, it would be hard to duplicate. But, yeah, I get right. it. All right, right. so so there's a, there's a plausible explanation. Maybe maybe that's exactly what happened. Maybe he had clothing, uh, something wrapped around the trigger, and as he moved around, it went off. It's nuts, right? And he didn't he did not have a manual safety, obviously, or that couldn't have even it happened. wouldn't it wouldn't have happened exactly exactly. Wow. All right, what kind of firearm do you carry, Eric? 
I carry a 1911 no just kidding. because the safety locks the slide. Yeah. So you can't pull the trigger. Right. It can't move. And you also have to do three things. That has to be the lever has to be down. You have to touch the trigger. And you have to have your palm on the grip safety. So right. it's right. almost impossible for mistakes to happen. Like yeah, that. 1911. It's worth something, too. It's a good firearm. Yeah, I love them. They're my favorite. Yeah, very cool. All right, man, got to jump. Good to yeah. talk to you, Eric. Have a good rest of your day. All right, Mike, I'll get to you first on the other side. It's 6.54. Eric Scott with your news next. 7.10 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talk to Jersey. Taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. So, Eric, um, the Costco guy. Yeah. We don't know his name. Mm-mm. We don't know the background, whether he was just a concealed carry permit holder, whether he was a former police officer. We don't know any of the details yet. Um, and we don't know how the gun went off. So no. all the, what do you know? We, that a gun went off. Gun went off. Guy shot himself, had a permit to carry, had a concealed carry permit. So he was in legal possession of the gun inside Target when it went off. You oh, Target, know. not Costco. I'm sorry, Costco. Costco. Oh, okay. my, my apologies. Um, and you were thinking gun, Target. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> that would have uh, been a little more ironic. Right. Um, beyond that, police really haven't said much of anything. You know, they haven't identified him. They haven't said uh, where he was shot or how the gun went off. And, you know, that's really the biggest question surrounding this because you right. know, anybody, <clears throat> me, you, the callers who have been calling in this morning who have handled firearms um whether you have a concealed carry pit permit or not you generally know that if you have your weapon properly and securely holstered i don't see how it would go off it's nearly impossible for it to go off even if you have a round chambered that's what i was going to say somebody called earlier that his go-to carry is a 1911 and you know the 1911 45 you've got the safety holds the lock, the, the mechanism, mm -hmm. you can't slide it right. with the safety. And then I believe it has a safety on the handle where you have to have the back of the handle uh, depressed with your hand on the trigger for it to work. Yes. Right? Some of them have I, that dual. Yeah, some of them do have the. And, but, but I'm saying like a firearm like that, it couldn't accidentally. Now, one guy, I don't know if you heard the caller, said that somebody tucked his shirt into the holster. So the oh. firearm went in with the shirt. He pulled the shirt out and the weapon went off because the, the fabric of the shirt depressed the trigger. I mean, that like that's a one-off anomaly. I, 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 it, I mean, the guy, he said it happened. I believe it happened. But short of that, that's like getting hit by lightning twice. Right? Yeah. I, I, you got to be really... Well, like you, you, even if you get dressed in the dark... And get up at 2.30 in the morning, as right. you do, and I yeah. get up at 3.30. Uh, I can't imagine tucking my shirt into the holster with the firearm. Well, because you would notice Check. some type of a resistance, <laughs> just, right? And it, uh, I just... I, I, I wonder if it was not holstered, if it was loose, if he had it in a pocket... You know, people go to Costco and sweats. I mean, who knows, right? I don't. I mean, that's right. I mean, that's the only thing that I could that I could right, possibly two tubs think of peanut butter and the yeah, firearm and, and slips or something. I don't know. know. Or you see, sometimes people stick them in a waistband or stick them in their yeah. belt. I mean, it, which 
you know, I... Even that would be hard for the firearm to... Guns just don't shoot themselves. Right. I mean, you have to pull a trigger. Um, I mean, I even, even the Glocks that I have, which, you know, do not have your traditional, you know, flip trigger or back trigger the, mm-hmm. the, uh, or safety, um, the safety is actually on the trigger. You have to double pull in yes. order to yes. fire the Glock. That is one of the reasons why, you know, it, it is, I mean, it, it's a designated combat weapon for that reason, because you draw and fire. Right. But I, even, even if you were fooling around with it, it would be really hard to do yes. that. You, you can't just, like, tap the trigger. And it goes off. And it goes off. No, it's not the movies. You know, I mean, it's, there's a, there is a certain amount of effort involved in pulling a trigger on any weapon. I mean, you know, it's... It, yeah. I, I mean, this idea of having a hair trigger and, ooh, I just... I, I bumped it and it went off. It, that just... It doesn't it sounds happen. Hollywood. It doesn't yeah, happen. Right. I mean, it I've just, been around it, firearms my whole life. Right, I learned me to shoot. Too. I, it's just, my dad it, taught me I was 12. Yeah, I, I was, was probably younger, right? Yeah, I was 10, 10 probably 11. 10 when I fired my first shotgun. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's a jarring experience the first it was, time you fire a shotgun. Yeah, and my uncle <laughs> thought it was funny that, you know, well, let's give him the 12-gauge. Yeah, I love it. And see what happens. How old were you, 10? Yeah, I was 10. I was on yeah. the ground. Yeah, yeah it, knocked me on, it knocked me on the ground. I remember uh, I went skeet shooting. My dad took me to learn the shotgun. I, I was probably 14, maybe. I don't know, but I, maybe maybe 13. I was bruised. Yeah. For a few days, right? Well, you like, learn real quick the proper way you to shoulder. You learn to hold that weapon. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Because you shoulder it. Yeah, it, 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 it hurts. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it, and it, but, but you, you agree, right? It's not just as a guy that's been reporting this for decades, but as a, as a concealed carry permit holder, I can't think of a way that that would have gone off without you messing around with it. Right, I, you know, stupid. Do it well. I or, or I don't want to accuse the guy. I don't know. Right. I mean, I, I, doing something uh, stupid, irresponsible. I don't know what the right yeah. descriptor of that is. But I mean, it. In order again for in order for a gun to go off in ninety nine point nine 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 percent of cases, you're pulling the trigger. There has to be an right. engagement of the trigger. Yeah. And you just don't put your finger even in the trigger hole unless right. you intend unless to Unless you fire. intend to use it. That's yeah. not how you carry a gun. And I doubt he intended to shoot himself. I, I Or anybody else for that matter. There's no indication that it was, that right. he had it out and he was waving it around or anything. Right, you right, know, right. Just, it, I, if it was, there'd be video of that. Oh, absolutely. Somebody would have taken a cell phone video. Right. All right, so question for you. Do you have a concealed carry permit? Uh, what are your thoughts on what happened at this Costco and Brick? Is it, uh, it seems less and less plausible that it was just an accident. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. So I don't want to speculate. Uh, but, yeah, of course, if you know something, let me know. If you were in the Costco, let me know. Um, but equally important, if you are a concealed carry permit holder, how hard was it to get that? And do you see any way that a firearm would just go off while you were while you were walking around and it was holstered? 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Uh, the time is 717. Keith, I'll get to you first on the other side of traffic and weather, which is next. Bro. Seven twenty-three on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning, I am Bill Spadia. Let's jump right back into it. So, guy walks into Costco, concealed carry permit, boom, gun goes off. No explanation. What the hell happened? 
You got a concealed carry permit? I can't see how a gun accidentally goes off in your pocket. Let's go to Keith and Brick. What's going on, Keith? How are you? Bill, good morning. I heard about this yesterday, or actually, yeah, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Of course, you know my son Griffin is in law enforcement. Yes, so yes. How's he doing? Discussion. He's doing great. Good. Met the new mayor out there in Plumstead. Loves him. They all love you out there. <laughs> Thank so, you. A, uh, Dominic Cuso, the new mayor, Keith. What what a good man. Solid, solid oh, yeah. citizen. Good guy. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll yeah. protect these cops and we'll stand up for uh, common sense. Just a good, good, good pick by the voters. Well, I had the pleasure of meeting that whole department out there. And shout out to uh, Chief Maroney. He's a great guy as well out yeah. there. So, um, so uh, a, he wasn't. So this is what I understand. I have a few friends that are uh, brick active brick police. Uh-huh. And he was a retired Port Authority officer um, and was not wearing a holster. So And this went off. Now, even with a holster, now I am a current applicant for CCW. Yeah. Uh, just waiting. I'm one of 400 in brick, just alone, that is waiting yeah. to get my CCW. Um, you, depending on the gun, there are a lot of guns that don't even have safeties on them. And yeah. if you have one in the chamber, you run that risk. The percentages go way up of an accidental. Uh, so if this is what you heard from some of your sources that the, the firearm was just in a pocket. Yeah, waistband, you know, one of those. Yeah, it's... it's, it's off. And it was on... And fortunately for him, the way it was positioned, I mean, you know, a, you know, there's two really deadly uh, wounds that people don't really, you know, they don't realize. They think a headshot's deadly. Your stomach and your leg. I yeah. mean, you could bleed out. This guy was very lucky. Yes, he could have been killed. Really Crazy. Absolutely. Purely an accident uh, from what from what. So I from was, what you hear, they're not going to charge him. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, this is just what I know. I obviously it's under investigation, so yeah. you know how that goes. You can't. You, there's a lot that can't. I, I'm torn on it. Accidents happen, but but you know, the safety of others. I I almost feel like they, there need to be some consequences for an accidental firearm discharge in a crowded store. I, I you right. know. I'm pro law enforcement and I'm pro right to carry and and I believe we need reciprocity with other states. I believe I should be able to carry. I can legally carry in like 29 or 30 states. It should be all 50. But but beyond that, I would also expect to be held to a higher standard, uh, given my military background and the fact that you know I've applied for this license. I, I and I know how to handle an, uh, a firearm. That you know, so I feel like that we should hold these folks to a standard. My thought is there should be some consequences. All right, Keith, got to jump. Best to Griffin. Thank you, man. Let's go to Robert in Piscataway. Got about 30 seconds, Robert. Hey, Bill, listen, that incident that happened at Costco, the gentleman before was right on. A lot of these guns do not have safeties, and I'm a concealed weapons permit holder myself, okay? And I never keep around in the chamber unless you have a safety on a gun, and my gun does not have a safety. So you, it would be crazy to keep a, a, a round in the chamber. Absolutely. I keep yeah. mine in a holster because anything you ever had is, God forbid, if you had to actually, uh, actually had a, a scuffle with somebody and they grabbed that gun, that thing's going to go off if you have a round in the chamber. Right, right, right. And, and, and the, these new up. holsters, too, they clip in. It'd be very hard for someone to get it away from you. I, I just, yeah. I think that what what he just said earlier made sense, right? Probably not in a holster, uh, you know, sitting in a sweatpants jacket or a, a hoodie, you know, the, that front pocket, and uh, you start fiddling around with it, and it goes off. Stupid.
Yeah, and I never keep a round in my chamber because it only takes you a half a second to put a round in the chamber. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, Robert, do you agree with me there ought to be some consequences? Well, it's it's a lesson learned, yes, but uh, not where he should lose his privilege. Agreed. You know, there's a law that you have to have your gun in a holster. There is a law. Right. So and it has to be clipped in so it can't fall out. Yeah, and and I'm okay with those kinds of rules. All right, hey, Robert, I got to jump, but thank you. Appreciate uh, your perspective on this. Uh, I agree with Robert. They, they, they should not lose his right to carry, but at the same time, maybe some remedial training on how to holster a weapon. All right, on the other side of the news, I want to talk about, uh, do you know who just got a 67 percent pay raise that's right a 67 percent increase from forty nine thousand dollars a year to eighty two thousand can you guess who it is was it you probably not 1-800-283-101.5 is the number be back on the other side of the news with eric scott 738 on new jersey 101.5 good morning i am bill spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning talking jersey taking your calls 1-800-283-101.5 Point five. So while New Jerseyans struggle to keep up with rising costs in the Garden State, fueled by overtaxation, reckless government spending, and of course, Biden's inflation, New Jersey lawmakers decided, you know what? We deserve a raise. How about a big raise? Have you ever in your professional career got an increase in compensation of 67%? Yeah, that's exactly what Trenton politicians did this year. Um, just a few weeks ago, they took their $49,000 salary and jumped it to 82000 Now, it doesn't kick in until 2026, but man, what a slap in the face to working folks. How about the cops? How about the state troopers who went five years without a contract or our, our uh, uh, PBA members, FOP members that, that uh, have no cost of living adjustment with their pensions? I mean, think about the teachers. Think about the teachers who are dipping in their own pocket for school supplies. Uh, our nurses who are overworked in so many ways. I mean, people just struggling. How many people are now driving Uber to try to put a couple of extra bucks on their plate? And the lawmakers go ahead and give themselves a huge raise. Well, one lawmaker spoke out against this and really stood strong on principle, as he has done throughout his career, speaking up for the average New Jerseyan, Assemblyman Jay Weber. And he joins me now. Morning, Jay. How are you? Hey, morning, Bill. So... I watched your floor speech. Um, you uh, you gave a great speech, Jay, I have to tell you. And and your main thrust was saying, look, guys, you, you want to raise pay. It should not impact anyone who's in the body right now. Right. <laughs> I gave him the chance. Actually, look, you, you think lawmakers should get paid more? Go ahead, vote for it, but don't take it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, can you make people in New Jersey any more cynical about the process than just voting yourself a 67%? pay raise. It was wrong to do. Of course, uh, the Democrats didn't uh, go for my suggestion. Uh, <laughs> right. They voted for the pay raise. They're going to take it in a couple of years, and it's just wrong. Yeah. Well, and you know, it was interesting, Jay, because you're, from your perspective and the way you presented it, uh, every state senator that supported this will receive this raise because they're not up for re-election until 27. It's a four-year term. Yeah, that's right. No, no, look, look you know, again, we we have enough corruption and uh, shady dealings going on in New Jersey. We don't need uh, this surprise life hack that the legislators figured out for themselves uh, of inflation getting you down. No problem. We'll just vote ourselves a pay increase. Yeah. Flat it, out wrong. 
Yeah, I, I, I just I appreciate you standing up for the, the rest of us on that. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in so many folks that uh, that we know that voted for this. I, I just and I get I get the staff issue. I, I could make an argument that, you know, when you're talking about legislative staff, perhaps uh, the cap is too low and maybe we need to, you know, uh, empower legislators to bring in more qualified folks. But then in many cases, you guys share staff and that seems to work out, too. There's always away. I, I, I would think you'd address the cost of living in New Jersey before giving yourselves a 67% pay raise, but but thank you for standing firm on this. Uh, let me ask you uh, another question. You had brought up something uh, to me the other day about um, about government documents and forms and the, the uh, uh, different languages and the fact that there's now a movement to say, why is this stuff not just in English? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, look, right before the end of the last legislative session, the, the Democrats passed a bill that requires the state to translate government documents on websites and other places into seven different non-English languages. Uh, and, you know, from my perspective, there's so much going on in this world that tears us apart. Our English language is one of the few things that kind of lets us talk to one another and keeps us together as a state and a country and I don't know. I just think if you're applying for public benefits, uh, if you've come to our country, you want to play by the rules, just, you know, let's learn English. Let's all learn English and speak to one another. But, you know, there's this movement to just kind of balkanize our country, right? Just everyone gets yeah. their own language. Everyone gets their own culture. And, and no one's talking to one another. No one's getting along. No. Tensions are at an all-time high and, and, and not being made any better with this uh, the Supreme Court decision yesterday which was kind of shocking to, to see that you've got the federal government now with the ability to go in and, and undermine the state of Texas protecting the border. It's shocking that the state of Texas has to protect the border and the federal government's not on the job. Any movement to discuss this, uh, the, the idea that we've got this influx of illegals, and in New Jersey in particular. It's a big deal, Bill. And, and you know, listen, the governor's plan to put um, uh, a, a migrant camp essentially in Lebanon Township. yes. You know, this rural community yeah. in Hagedorn, the old Hagedorn Hospital, which, you know, can't handle it. Right. The school system can't handle it. The the cops, the volunteer EMS and, and fire departments. Are you kidding me? And we've got all these self-proclaimed sanctuary cities in yeah. New Jersey from Newark to, to Camden. But none of them want. <laughs> right. The, the, we're going to put them in the suburbs. Exactly. Right. Yeah. He's going to flood the suburbs with them. It's. It's insanity, and it's not fair. It's it's not rational, and it's not fair to the uh, the illegal immigrants who are coming. Frankly, you know, yeah. there's no services out there. There's no transportation. It's a total debacle. Yeah, Biden screwed it up, and and Governor Murphy's making it worse. Yeah, making it worse. Well, thank you for being the voice of reason, Jay. Um, if anybody wants to find out more about Jay Weber, you can go to his website, Jay Weber. That's two B's, W E B B E R. Jayweber.org. Uh, I know you'll keep the fight, Jay. I'm looking forward to seeing you in, in Morris County soon. And uh, keep the faith, keep the fight. Better times are coming. See you soon, Bill. All right, take care. That is Jay Weber. A uh, member of the assembly uh, representing the 26th district in Morris County and uh, one of the few voices of reason. He understands, yes, we should have English as the only language of our government. We should stop this sanctuary city nonsense. And you know what? The legislators who have given us all these bad laws, overspending, overtaxation, crushing our small business economy, 
should not be getting a 67% pay raise. They literally almost doubled their pay from $49,000 to $82,000 a year. It is a slap in the face to everyone out there. Do you agree with me that our legislature did not deserve a a 67% pay raise? Have you ever gotten a 67% pay raise? What's the biggest pay bump you ever got? My guess is it's going the other direction for most New Jerseyans. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Uh, Tony, I'll get to you first. And George, I'll let you make your comment, too, about the last subject uh, about uh, concealed carry as well. But all on the other side of traffic and weather next. All right. 752 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. So uh, talking about um, the, the fact that your legislature raised their pay 67%. What a slap in the face. What a slap in the face to all the cops that have worked without a contract. Our state troopers worked, what, five years without a contract? When's the last time you got a 67% raise? When's the last time our teachers who have to dig into their own pockets to buy school supplies got a got a 6% raise, let alone 67%? It's disgusting, guys. Two solutions. One, we reduce the pay to zero and we make it a true part-time job. You know there are, I think there are now 27 attorneys working in the legislature, not to mention all those with law degrees, but just actively working. So you're, you're talking about a significant portion. I mean, almost one in five legislators making a ton of money as a lawyer. And think about the lawyers in the legislature who get business because of their role as a senator how many republicans are doing that oh i can name a few you know when it, when a bill passes that raises your rates and your insurance who who pay, who gets paid who's taking a bigger portion when the one-third legal compensation gets higher because of laws that are passed bipartisan by the way it's just disgusting and they talk about the minimum wage which is absurd. That is just a tax hike on the middle class. You're not working minimum wage as a standalone job to support your family. It's ridiculous. You can't support a family on $18 an hour in, in this state. It's, it's, it's ridiculous what we've done. Two options. One, write it down to zero, make them true part-time. Or two, pay them a living wage. Let's raise it. Let's pay legislators $150,000 a year. Let's let's set, pay them $175,000 a year and force them to put all of their side gigs on hold while they serve. I can get behind that. How about you? Let's go to Tony and Brick. What's going on, Tony? Good morning, Bill. How you doing? Good, man. Doing great. How are you? Isn't it amazing? I'm doing great. Good. Isn't it amazing that our governing body brags about the minimum wage being mm-hmm. $15 and change an hour? Well, if you work 40 hours a week for the whole year, 2,080 hours, you make $31,000 a year. Their raise is bigger than what most people are making a year. And on top of that, what is it going to do to their pensions when they retire now? How much more is that going to cost the taxpayers? And for what? For the lousy job they do? That's right. They do a they they do an absolute horrible job, uh, and you've got a few good ones. Senator Ed Durr 
Uh, and and how how is Ed Durr now out of it out of a job? Well, he's working his real job. He's out of the legislature now. Why? Because you had Republicans that worked against him. They didn't want the reality of an Ed Durr. Ed Durr would have never voted himself a pay raise on the backs of the taxpayers. It's like Jay Weber. You heard Jay Weber, Tony, calling earlier. You know, Jay's one of the good guys. He's fighting the fight. I, no Republican should have voted for this pay raise. And every Republican that did should absolutely be questioned by the voters and say, why Why did you think you deserved a 67% pay raise? How many of those legislators that voted themselves a pay raise, and I'm talking specifically in the state Senate, because they're going to personally benefit from this vote because they're not up for re-election until 27. How many of them stood firm against Murphy when he was locking us down, taking away our economic and, and civil liberties? And you know the answer, Tony. Thing, Bill. None of them. One other thing, Bill? <clears throat> yeah. If I may? Yeah. Um, the caveat behind these, these towns now that have voted in to let these 16 and 17-year-olds vote in the school election, mm -hmm. the only reason why they're doing that that's how they'll get their budgets passed. Ah, that's exactly right. These kids. <clears throat> of course. So that's going to cost the taxpayers even more money on Bingo. It. Thank you, Tony. Listen, man, I got to jump for news, but you are you are spot on. They raise the minimum wage to crush the small business economy. They lower the voting age in school board elections to 16 in order to generate more voters who are brainwashed by the same system. And now they they raise their own pay. It is absolutely disgusting what's going on in Trenton. Every lawmaker should be ashamed of themselves if they didn't stand up and, and fight this. 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. Uh, when's the last time you got a 70% raise? Anybody giving you a, a $30,000 increase in your pay lately? Ridiculous. 757, Eric Scott with the news net. 809 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So your legislature voted themselves a 67% pay raise. Fair? Not fair? When's the last time you got a big bump in your pay? I've had to change careers and jobs to change my pay. I don't know any... I Honestly, I don't know any company... Eric, have you ever had a job where, where you were offered a 67% pay raise? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no, never. We're going to pay you 67% more. Yeah. Tomorrow. I, I just, it's amazing. Now, there were Republicans that voted for this. And, and every Democrat, did any Democrat vote against it? Do you know? Not that I'm aware of. No, I don't believe so. God, it's just amazing. You know, and, and how many, I think last count, I don't know if you know this, in 2022, the count was, there were 27 lawyers out of 120 legislators. That were working as lawyers. That were yeah, actively practicing. Yeah, and I don't know any lawyer who's in the legislature that doesn't get some referrals because they're, well, connected in the legislature. Well, I mean, it's lucrative. I mean, yes. Look at, you know, the wealthiest <clears throat> members of the legislature, and I yeah. will guarantee they are all lawyers or have law yeah. firms. And you It's know, 23%. I mean, it, it's almost one in four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I mean, that, that's... I don't think that's a coincidence. No, I and, don't either. You know, I and let's be honest, for the vast majority of the people that are in the legislature, that is their part-time job. It is not their primary right. source of income. And even with a 63% increase, 
That's 67. Still, 67%. Yeah. That's still not a primary source of income. Uh, that That is a great point. So they're going to get paid $82,000 a year for a part-time job. I wonder how many people are driving Uber, driving 40 hours a week, not making 82000 additional well, dollars. But, you know, also the other thing to, to <clears throat> consider with that, and it's not just the pay raise, it's also the increase in your legislative salary for what you for get your for staff. your district office, your Wh- staff which allotment. I could see an argument for. I mean, I think the cap was $150,000, and what a lot of these guys do is that's why you see joint offices, right? Three legislators yeah, get together. Yep, they'll pool. They'll, and now they've got a half a million bucks. Um, you know, I, I had suggested that, uh, and I actually got some decent traction on this. I said two choices. One, you go real part-time like New Hampshire, where I don't think they get paid. I think they just make a stipend and expenses. Mm-hmm. And, or you get a real salary. Let's, let's pay them 150,000 bucks a year. Uh, and, uh, and they have to give up the day job. Right. How, how many, uh, how many fat cat attorneys you think would, would take that job and serve the public? No way. Well, but uh, some I, would though. Some would. Some would. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, it, it's, you know, that's why, why would you give up a private practice law uh, or private law practice to become a judge? Right, right. You know, what I mean, some it's, would, it's, right. some would, right. But the, I, I think the debate becomes: Is it really a part-time job? Are you putting in, you know, yeah. forty hours a week or thirty hours a week? Well, in session, yeah, and probably more. And then there's commuting time and everything else, getting back and forth to Trent. I mean, you can make that argument, but these people are not taking that job. I mean, why would you spend on a campaign a million dollars minimum? <laughs> right. To get a job that pays you eighty three thousand dollars a year, you wouldn't. Well, other people's money, right? But mm-hmm. to your point, uh, the investment of time, etc. It, it isn't about. I think your point, and I think it's well taken. It's not about the salary. It's not. It's so, about right. your connection. It's about your power. It's about what it's going to do right. for your business, for your career, for how many, how many <clears throat> governors, how many cabinet officials, yeah, um, how many legislators, how many legislative staffers have gone on to bigger and better and much more lucrative careers as presidents of universities, as presidents of corporations, as heads of... Millions. Right. Millions of dollars for many of them. Yeah, you're exactly right. So, you know, that is not... you're, You're not looking at it the same as a job that you and I or our listeners or anybody else would have where you're trying to support your family on what you're making on that legislative exactly. salary. Exactly. Which gr- brings me back to my point that it was not only unnecessary, but the optics are such a slap in the face. And you had two Republicans um, defending this and tweeting about it, saying that they were totally justified. They deserved it. You know, guys, no, you didn't. Even if it was your... Full-time and only job, you didn't deserve a raise. If anything, you deserve a pay cut. Most of you deserve to be fired. That's the reality. All right, George, Scott, Ed, I'm going to go to you guys in order on the other side. 814, fast traffic, instant weather next to you. 821 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. So the legislature almost doubled their pay. I mean, a 70% raise. They went from 49000 to 82000 and almost one in four of the legislators are lawyers who are making money hand over fist. It's a slap in the face. Every cop out there that hasn't had a raise or a contract in years, every teacher that's pulling out of their own pocket to buy school supplies, every uh, mom and dad out there now driving Uber to try to make ends meet. 
because of overtaxation, reckless government spending, the flood of illegals that are that you're subsidizing with free health care, free housing, and free college. Where does it end? Where does it end? Shame on them, and shame on the the two. Uh, Republicans who not only voted for it, but then took to Twitter to defend themselves like they somehow deserved a raise. Neither did anything to push back against Governor Murphy when he was locking us down. If the Republicans are going to have any credibility left, this was low-hanging fruit. Stand up against the pay raise. Don't take it if you're a fancy, rich lawyer out there making money, making six figures anyway. Give the money back. It's ridiculous. Let's start with Elaine in Hamilton. Morning, Elaine. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. I listen to you every day. I don't even listen to music anymore. I just listen to you whenever I'm driving in my car. Thank you, Elaine. I want to, Thank you. Yes, I want. I want. To, you're welcome. Just so upset to hear. You know, you're talking about today. I work two jobs. I work two jobs just to get by. I'm a. I'm a home health aide, and I also clean houses. And and then I struggle to see that. These people can just give themselves a high raise and and live all good. Where we out here got to work so hard just to put food on our table. That's right. It's just upsetting, you know. It's just not right. And just and a lot of people say, well, if you didn't go to college, well, that's your fault, you know. And I don't think it shouldn't be like that. Everyone deserves to make a good pay to put food on the table to take care of their family. That's right. You're 100 percent right, Elaine. And, you know, we've got legislators in Trenton that they just don't care about working moms and dads. They don't care about working people who are who are, you know, middle aged and having to add a second and sometimes third job just just to put food on the table. And and they don't understand, you know, while they're out there with their fancy uh, three piece suits and having uh, nice, expensive dinners and choosing between steak and lobster on a Tuesday night. They're not realizing that you got working families out here that are making a decision on on you know what uh, what can to pull out of the pantry that you can afford and uh, are we going to be able to take the kids you know for a movie night maybe next month when we scrape enough money together to have a night out it they do not understand they cannot relate and and I just it's it has to change yeah it does we're going to change it Elaine and, and, we're going to change and it. So, and all, one other thing I wanted to say about the immigrants. Mm. Yeah. They are taking over, and it's got to mm-hmm. change. You know, when I go food shopping, and if I, they're having so many immigrants working in the supermarkets yep. and stores, they don't even speak English. How can the companies hire people that don't even speak our first language? I know. Everyone shouldn't talk English mm. in this country. And they're like, oh, I don't speak English. I can't, it can't help you. Yeah. You shouldn't be working here if you can't help me. What are you doing here? Well, thank Elaine. Thank you for speaking up for Americans. I, I agree with you. I have no issue with a legal immigrant that wants to come to this country, learn the language, learn the culture and and integrate in this great melting pot of um, the American Republic. However, these illegals throw them out. It's enough. We need to close the border. We have to stop subsidizing this this corrupt, illegal activity. Stop with the free health care, the free education, and the free housing. Turn off the magnet and start speaking for Americans. I am with you, Elaine, and I know that there are millions of us in New Jersey who believe the same thing. We just have to rise up and exercise our right to vote and throw out these bums that would line their own pockets at your expense. It's not right. Well, thank you so much for hearing me out. And I do wish this, I just want a better country, better home. 
and and never where you go and and then they talk about our country put our country down but they want to come here and work and <laughs> it's just not right they no. need to go back to their home they shouldn't even be allowed to come here you know with no respect for our, you know of of us it's just yeah. not right it's time but to close that so border much. Thank you, Elaine. Yes. You be well. You have a rest of a good day. You Bye-bye. too. Thank you. I think Elaine speaks for a lot of men and women across New Jersey. It's time we start speaking for America and speaking for Americans. And for those legislators that not only voted themselves a fat pay raise, but then went out to social media to defend themselves, shame on you. And now trying to address the illegal immigration crisis after voting yourself a fat pay raise, it's hypocritical at, at best. It's time to, as Governor Murphy or Governor Christie once famously said, sit down and shut up. It's enough already. We need to have patriots standing strong to say it's time to start defending America, American values, American small businesses, American families. New Jersey is now a border state, like it or not. And we better get tough. You want to see how we've lost our grip on reality? We have a flood of illegals coming into the state, taking your money, taking your jobs, taking your housing, taking your seats in in higher education and and lower education, grade school, high schools, middle school. It's time we put an end to this nonsense. We need to have a government that is of the people, by the people, for the people. And those people are Americans. 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. You want to weigh in on the... Um, fact that your legislators, the same ones that laid down to let Murphy roll roughshod over your constitutional rights, your economic liberty, your religious liberty, your civil liberties. Yeah, those same ones, they just gave themselves a $32,000 pay raise. 33000 actually. Disgusting. George, Scott, Ed, Elizabeth, Dave, I'll be back. 828, Eric Scott with your news next. Thirty-eight on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey. Taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So, so the legislature, I'm sorry to laugh, but it's so ridiculous. Only in New Jersey would you have spiking costs, out of control taxes, being overrun by illegals who are being offered free health care, free housing, and um, free education, all at your expense. There are veterans that return from combat that have been bumped out of county colleges to make room for illegals. Yes, happened in New Jersey. And and here we are, the clown show in Trenton actually voted themselves a 67% raise. They went from $49,000 a year to $82,000 a year. What a joke. We got this note from Jacqueline in Middlesex on the uh, New Jersey 101.5 app. I'm just going to read this to you because this this speaks to why I'm all over this and I'm angry. And I share your anger about this. I'm going to read Jacqueline's note. Quote, I'm 31, married with a nine-month-old. I work three jobs as a server in human services, nonprofit, and with an adult with disabilities. I only got a 76 cent raise and they made a big deal about it. While these politicians are giving themselves a huge raise, it's absolutely disgusting. I can barely afford to live in New Jersey. I also have two master's degrees and places are not paying even for the education. 
with the high cost of living, it's crazy here, trying to leave New Jersey but cannot even afford to move. There you go. What, what, do, what do the Republicans who voted for this pay raise say in defense of this? Well, a couple of them went to Twitter to defend themselves. And I got to tell you, if you're a fancy three-piece suit-wearing lawyer and you're making money hand over fist because of your government connections, and then you're going to justify a pay raise? Guys, this is why the Republicans lose credibility. You want to know why three seats were lost? It's a shame because we tried so hard to work with guys like Sean Golden. Sure, I'm tough on him on the air, but my God, if you can't have the thick skin to deal with me being tough on you on the air, how the hell are you going to fight the Democrats in Trenton? Good God, this is a proving ground. You can't handle me. You are not ready for prime time, I can tell you that. But we tried to work with him, tried to make sense to Sean Golden and his, his uh, backroom cabal in Monmouth County. And what happened? They lost three seats because of ego, politics. And now you've got even fewer Republicans as an opposition in the legislature. Guys, we've got to turn this around because when, when you've got one party rule, what happens? Well, they, they raise their pay. That's what happens. They raise your cost of living. Taxes go up. Spending and borrowing goes up, so your debt increases. They kick the can down the road, so it'll be your grandkids who, who you won't see because there's no way your kids are going to be able to stay here. And yet they take a $33,000 increase in their own pay? Wow. Wow. Something's got to change. Let's go to Elizabeth in Morris County. Hey, Elizabeth, how are you? Hi, good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. What do you think about this? So I'm just flat out disgusted. And here's the dirty little secret that nobody wants to talk about. All of these legislatures are offered medical benefits. Mm -hmm. The Cadillac plan of medical benefits from the state of New Jersey. How many of them are taking money from their quote unquote full-time job, (laughs) getting money back for not taking medical benefits and now putting that cost on us as well? It's just ridiculous. But now they're profiting off of their position. Yes. So I want to know how many honest legislators are going to raise their hand and say, oh, yes, to the taxpayers, I'm charging you my medical benefits, but I'm taking money from my other full-time job mm-hmm. because I'm not taking medical benefits from them. It's the dirty little secret, and I'd love to know the answer. It's a great question, and you have so few legislators with the guts to stand up um, and, and that's why it was so important to hear from guys like Jay Weber. He's one of the few that really stood up and, and fought. Um, Krista Phillips, another good guy in Bergen County, he, uh, he didn't vote for this nonsense. Uh, you know, you've got a few that, that get it. Holly Shapizzi, a senator, she's not, didn't want any part of this. Um, you know, and, and the problem, Elizabeth, is you're talking about these details and nuances. It, it gets so confusing by the time you get to Trenton and look at it. Nobody addresses the details. And as they say, the devil's in the details. And the devil here is the greed, the profiteering on the backs of taxpayers, the padding of the voter rolls with illegals and children, literally children in Newark. And, and, and when you see this, that every move they make is to hold on to their power, we are the ones being sold out. And, and it's almost, you know, New Jersey's become kind of like a, a microcosm of what's happening in the whole country. We just had the Supreme Court yesterday rule that the federal government has the right to come in and tear down 
the barricades put up by the Texas National Guard. I mean, it's, it's blatantly unconstitutional what's happening. And the, even the Supreme Court has been politicized with, with elite thinkers. We, we have a problem, Elizabeth. Nobody speaks for Americans. Working and middle-class Americans do not have a champion. Uh, and the only guy that's been willing so far and able and has the power to do it has been Donald Trump. And he gets, he gets attacked within his own party. So it's, it's re- but even if Donald Trump becomes president again, it doesn't take away from the fact that your legislators in New Jersey will continue to enrich themselves at your expense. So I tell people, Elizabeth, nobody's coming to save us. We got to do it here. I don't care if Trump wins or Biden wins. We have a problem in Trenton that we need to fix locally or we're never going to get out of this mess. I agree. I agree. And it happens at the legislature and it happens in the towns. So everybody should be looking into their own community. I lived in a community. We had six out of seven of our local council people who were taking medical benefits, charging full time there. They were charging the taxpayers, the Cadillac plan of medical benefits. It's reduced now greatly because Governor Christie did say no more. However, you have people who are in and who have been in for 20 plus years Mm -hmm. who are charging the local people. We're getting, we're just honestly, we're just getting sucked dry. We're getting bled from every single person around us. You've got to look at your local legislator. You've got to look at your, uh, your state legislator yeah i agree this is the opportunity right and 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 let's see what happens in this next cycle but but uh, we're, we're gonna have to elect a new governor in 2025 who's gonna right these wrongs and use the power of the executive order to start to turn this around because right now completely out of control but i agree with you before we get to the new governor we need to elect new members of council and mayors and county commissioners that will deal with this problem and say enough is enough and start to hold the, the, this cabal in Trenton accountable. But change starts locally. So thank you, Elizabeth. Appreciate the call and the conversation. You take care. All right, everybody else hang in there. I'm coming back like it or not. 846. Hey, is it fair that legislators took a $33,000 a year raise at your expense? When's the last time you got that kind of money in cash on the backs of somebody else's work? 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. 846 at the time. Traffic and weather's next. Era. 853 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia talking about the $33,000 pay raise. 67% for your legislators while you suffer to make ends meet in this Biden economy uh, fueled by... Uh, the cabal led by guys like uh, Phil Murphy and his wife, um, they give themselves a, a 67% race. Disgusting. Let's start with Ed in Maple Shade. What's going on, Ed? What's going on, Bill? How you doing? Good, man. What do you want to say? Uh, well, yeah, 67% is crazy. I work for Public Works. We're fighting for 2%. Yeah, right. 2%. You know what I mean? I made, I've been in Public Works for uh, almost 20 years now. I made 58000 this year. And cut that in half because of the government. So sure. probably like thirty. So what they yeah. gave themselves in a raise is what I make. Yeah, it's sickening. Isn't it sickening? I I, I just I, I I can't. And you know the worst part about it, Ed, is that they they go to social media and they justify it. They're like, no, we deserve it. We're working yeah, hard, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I, that's exactly it. They deserve to be laughed. I don't know what else to do. You know what I mean? What's that? I got to laugh because I don't know what else to do. I mean, it's destroying this. The state is terrible. 
Are you going to dig in with me? You believe we can I'm save still, it? I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I hope everything you're saying is going to happen. I really do. I, I'm trying my hardest not to leave. Hang tough, Ed. Better times are coming. I can tell you the more I travel this state, three, four events a day, meeting with people, speaking to different groups, Democrats, Republicans, independents, uh, I believe there is hope because there are actually more of us than there are of them. But the right. but the us, we got to start voting more. That's and we got to start voting for the right people. Right. Real quick, Bill, I got I've gotten a six dollar pay increase since '09. Wow, and yeah. and and the legislators took thirty three thousand thirty three thousand bucks for a part time job, Ed. Half of them are making a ton of money. I wonder how many millionaires we've got in our legislature, and they're going to take another thirty-three grand. Disgusting. Hey, man, keep working hard, Ed. Better times are coming. I promise you that. Take care, Bill. All right, brother. Take care. Everybody else hang in there. I'll be back. 855. Eric Scott with the news. 909 on New Jersey 101.5. Let's jump right back into it. So your legislators decided they deserve a pay raise. Several of them who make money hand over fist as lawyers with their deep connections as legislators um, decided that they deserved another $33,000. How many of you work a side hustle and you're barely scraping by with thirty grand on top of what you're already making to try to make ends meet in this state? And the legislature said, no, you know what? We deserve a raise. Then they cried about it. A couple of the Republicans crying about it on Twitter. What a bunch of babies saying that, no, it's been 24 years. We deserve a raise. Can you imagine the gall? I mean, what a slap in the face to every teacher and cop out there and firefighter. Oh, it's just, it's gross. That's what it is. Start with Mark and Lacey. What's going on, Mark? Hey, how you doing, Bill? Good, man. Doing great. I'm going to tell you that it is disgusting. Yeah. Where can I get a part-time job that pays that? <laughs> that that yeah. pays eighty-two grand, and and you can double down and use that to make more money on your regular job. Can you imagine, Mark? It's yeah, disgusting. I know. I know that this one. Did you know they took a trip to Israel? Yeah. <laughs> Paid for by you. Paid for by you. Yeah, I get in the office, they give themselves a raise, and then they take a trip on us to another country. Aren't they supposed to be looking out for New Jersey's best interest? You know, I will say this. I, I am I am I could go either way on the Israel trip. Like I kind of understand that there's a there's a reason for the assembly if you're voting on uh trading. Now I want to know why the mayor of Middletown got a free trip to Israel. Uh, you know, like, like there's, there's some politics going on there. No doubt about it. But, you know, look, I'll say this, Mark. I don't mind legislators getting educated. I don't mind legislators um, heading overseas. I don't mind some of the subsidized trips if it will bring money and jobs and opportunity back to New Jersey. But to me, as you could justify that, because it's not like they all went on a junket. I think they're only going for a few days. And I don't think it's a terrible idea for our legislators to see firsthand the horrors of what uh, this Palestinian cause means to uh, civilization. How, how bad it th- things are with the, these uh, Gazan terrorists. But besides that, the fact that they could, they could justify a 67% raise on top of a job that... That that is, it's a part time job. 
I mean, Mark, I, I don't. How do you justify this? Right. Name one thing they did. Nothing. Name one thing any of them That's have right. done for New Jersey. Yeah, I know. Nothing. Nothing. They sat back and watched the governor absolutely run roughshod over our rights. Close churches, close schools, mask the kids, the forced vaccinations. How many how many first responders had to go to court because they lost their job because they didn't want that poison jab? I mean, it's amazing to me. And now that we've been proved right that the masks did more harm than good, that the jab had more adverse effects than it, it helped, now that we've been proved right, you think any one of them have, have apologized to the people that put them there? No. No. Have any of them apologized to the 10,000 families of the seniors who were killed by the reckless policies of Governor Murphy and uh, the the, uh, the nurse, Persichilli? No, no. Instead, what do they get for their troubles? A 67% raise. You imagine? Yeah. Hey, look, voting matters, Mark. And, and, and I tell this, you know, you know, you've heard me say this. If you've listened to the show, you've heard of my uh, One Less Idiot campaign, right? Right. Right. So there are 2.3, I think, plus or minus a few hundred thousand, about two point some um, independent, unaffiliated voters. They're the ones that get to the November ballot and say, how did I get stuck with these two idiots? And, and I'm like, have one less idiot. Join me. Get into the Republican primary. Change your registration, at least for the day, which you can if you're an unaffiliated voter. You can show up and ask for a Republican ballot in the primary. And and let's help replace some of these clowns that are in there. That's the only way out. Who who have we got running for governor? Zigarelli? Oh, forget it. Forget it. You got the guy that's already a two-time loser. You got another guy that uh, has benefited uh, tremendously from being a member of the legislature. And by the, he'll be announcing this week, and he he's one of the ones that voted to give himself a pay raise. So you know, it's like it's like my grandfather used to say: it's just somebody else's turn at the trough. Yeah, it's the way it is. Well, let me say this, Mark: good times are coming. Stay tuned. All right, thanks, Bill. All right, brother. Keep up the good work. I will. Thank you, Mark. All right, uh, Roshana, Sheila. I'll be right back. It's nine fifteen. Fast traffic, instant weather next. All right. Nine twenty one on New Jersey one hundred one point five. I am Bill Spadia. We're talking about the pay raise, sixty seven percent hike in legislative pay. I don't begrudge some of the staffers for getting a pay raise, uh, but you know what's interesting? They didn't. They allocated more money for the legislative staff. Now let's see if any of the hardworking folks that have been there for a while see any of that money. How do the legislators use that money? Why are we empowering the same legislature? That has allowed for the sanctuary state to pour millions of your dollars to house, feed, educate, and provide legal assistance to illegals. Uh, You've got a legislature that is complicit in the tearing down of this country, creating a situation where New Jersey's a border state. And for the couple that are peeping right about now, uh, you know, popping their heads up and and, uh, you hear these little peeps about um, about sanctuary state status they've done nothing for the last few years the only thing they've accomplished is a thirty-three thousand dollar raise crazy roshana in linden good morning how are you how are you good roshana how you doing i'm well good i haven't spoke to you in a while but yeah, I'm it's been a long time by the uh yeah what do you think so the jersey De- i think the jersey devils are a bunch of snakes and sneaks and so now you got four years left and they get all this money 
and then hopefully they get voted out and somebody changes that because it's disrespectful to the to general public. Yeah, I agree. And and it's a lot of money too. I mean It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, right? Like worse than my mayor, like <clears throat> it comes up a big giant race too with retro, but like are they getting retro? Who knows? What are they doing? No, it starts in twenty twenty six and and what Jay Weber said earlier, I don't know if you heard him, he called earlier, he's a member of the assembly in Morris County and he's one of the good guys and one of the strong voices of reason. Um, he said that the problem is that, that the current legislators will benefit from this. They should have excused themselves. And look, we're going to raise this. But it's not like anybody said, I'm not going to run for the legislature because it doesn't pay enough. No, nobody, right. nobody said that. They're all they're My God, one in four of them are practicing attorneys, about approximately one in four. They're making money hand over fist. Some of these guys are making six and seven figures. Um, you know, so... You're telling me they needed another thirty three thousand. I mean, if, and if it wasn't about the money, what is it? They deserve. They think they deserve it because they're doing such a bang up job. Come on, yeah, right? right? Stealing money from the small guy. Listen, the New Jersey the, the purse is a joke. It's a Ponzi scheme. They're making you pay into the pension system, yeah, and they're not matching it. There's no interest. Why are they taking our money? Right. That's a problem. It's a huge problem. And, and you're going to have a lot now, of public running employees. For governor? Are you running for governor? So my attorneys have asked me to say. The thought has crossed my mind. So stay okay. tuned. <laughs> Let me know. You don't have a lot of time, Bill. I know, Roshana. That thought is starting to linger a little bit. So I will certainly keep you posted. Um, we have the time to continue to spread the word of common sense. And what we really need, Roshana, we need the moderate Democrats to say, hey, we've had enough of the radical policies of the Democratic Party. You know, the Democrats are not the problem. It's the radicals that are in charge that are the problem. And we need independent voters to say, you know what? We need to get involved in the Republican primary to make sure we have the right candidate get through that primary. Because if we continue to nominate the same people and you have the same, uh, you know, it's both it's two sides of the same coin. The Republicans and the Democrats at the top both want to take our money. I don't hear anyone yep. talking about real change. And I will continue to advocate for real change and uh, common sense solutions. And, you know, we've got all of our policies uh, listed out. You can go to my website, BillSpadia.com. I write about my solutions on what I would do with regard to New Jersey transit and uh, the transportation system, unemployment, practical government, Roshana. That's what we need to return to. Listen, we need to we need to look out for the little guy who's Agreed. paying pension yeah. and getting penalized. I got you. I will support you if you decide you're going to run. Thank and you, I, Roshana. I want to tell the voters also, listen, it's not about the party in this state. Politics is local. We need to vote our interests. Stop voting for the Republicans and the Democrats. Vote for the person who's going to work for us. Bingo. You said it perfectly. Rashana, great to talk to you. Call anytime. We'll talk soon. You take care. All right. Everybody else hang in there. I'll be right back. 926. We're talking about uh, the pay raise that the legislators gave themselves. 67% amounts to a $33,000 increase from $49,000 a year to $82,000 a year for a part-time job while most of them are out making a killing on their other jobs. And they're doing this on your back. And if it's not about the money, what is it about? Do you think they actually deserved a pat on the back for how they've acted and behaved over the past three, four, five years? I'd say... No. What do you say? 1-800-283-101.5, 926. Eric Scott with the news next. Nine thirty-eight on New Jersey 101.5. I am Bill Spady. I have, I got a few notes and a lot of, um, um, 
young women calling and uh, talking about how they're, they, uh, they've they got to work two jobs, take care of the family and all these things. Um, and many asking me, what, what can you do to help? So my next event with the new organization we started, Women for Common Sense, is uh, coming up in Mercer County. We've had three events so far. All have sold out. Uh, this one will sell out as well. This is our fourth event now, February 1st, which is next Thursday, 1 o'clock at Leonardo's Italian Restaurant on U.S. Highway 1 in Lawrenceville. You can sign up at womenforcommonsense.com. And, uh, you know, I will post that link also to nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia tomorrow. I'll post some pictures of some of the last events. And the reason it's important is the Women for Common Sense um, organization has a mission to not just uh, celebrate powerful women, but it, but help define those powerful women. Many of those women are moms who have chosen to work at home as a mom and raise their kids and run a household. Uh, many are working two jobs and, and trying to make ends meet on tips. Many are working corporate jobs and still trying to balance all the duties at home. You know, there's a lot of levels of where powerful women interact. And uh, and then there are the men who support those powerful women. Um, and I include myself uh, among them. And this is a celebration of, of all of that. So uh, I invite you to join me with uh, Women for Common Sense. I will be, I will be, I believe, broadcasting a podcast from there, uh, which is uh, my new podcast, Common Ground, brought to you by New Jersey 101.5 and uh, several of our advertisers. Um, you know, you can get all that. Just click on the links at nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. But uh, yeah, join me if you want information on Women for Common Sense, Women for Common Sense. Dot com is the website, and I'm looking forward to meeting many of you at Leonardo's next week. It also helps us support small business. As you know, we travel around the state with these Women for Common Sense events and uh, try to choose the restaurants and the venues where we know we are contributing to their well-being and their um, uh, financial stability. So it's, it's, you know, one hand holding the other and all of us working together to save New Jersey. All right. Uh, meanwhile, your legislature and and a couple wayward Republicans voted to give themselves a fat, fat pay raise, 67% fat. That was $33,000. They went from 49000 to 82000 And uh, you get a couple of these guys that are justifying it on uh, on social media, saying, look at me. Look at me. I deserve to raise. I've worked so hard over all this time. No, you haven't. You guys are... Are, are weak and complicit, uh, you know, outside of a few who have stood up to be strong and be counted and said, we're not going to tolerate this. And uh, I would just say to the caucus leaders, where are you? Where are you guys? You're, you're supposed to be leading your Senate and Assembly caucuses. No wonder why the voters in New Jersey have not given the keys to the castle to the Republicans yet. The Republicans haven't earned it. Well, we're going to earn it because we are a new crop of Republicans. And I can tell you, as the head of the fastest growing grassroots organization in New Jersey, if not the Northeast, we are coming. We are strong. We are raising out raising these guys by leaps and bounds. And the, the focus is to fix New Jersey. And it's going to start by replacing a lot of these clowns in Trenton that think they deserve a raise over you. Let's go to Steve and Barnegat. What's going on, Steve? Morning. How are you? Morning, Bill. How's it? Morning, Bill. Good, man. I'm doing all right, yeah. Good. Uh, so, yeah, I called you about a month ago talking about uh, how, like, somebody like me and every man can 
um, rise to Trenton. And- Aren't you running for governor, Steve? <laughs> I Come sure on. would like to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even have to be governor, but it, I mean, if I can at least be in the administration and put the work in, you know? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be able to be placed where I'm best suited, you know, if, if I can yeah. like get in there and do like my buddy Ron DeSantis. Did. <laughs> yeah. Just well, I mean, and- Steve, it, it's going to take a lot of normal people who are not in the political process to do it. So, you know, what we can do to fix it is we need to have better candidates at the local level. We need to elect folks um, at the level of, of, commissioners in the county, council members in the town, mayors. That's where the power is. I spend a lot of time in Ocean County, Bergen County, Morris County, Sussex County, and many others talking to mayors, Atlantic County, Gloucester, Cumberland. I mean, all these counties... They, the mayors matter. The local representatives matter. The commissioners matter. So you want to get involved? Get involved locally. Steve, thank you yeah, for I calling. Appreciate you, and uh, you're welcome back anytime. Let's go to Joe in Middlesex. What's going on, Joe? Morning. Good morning, Bill. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing great. Uh, real quick here. First off, weak. And, uh, turn, uh, mention them being weak is highballing them. Okay? First off. They don't even have to – their raises are being actually even hidden by the fact they don't even do half the time that the average blue-collar street worker has to do before they can collect a pension. And everybody forgets that. They don't have to do this full 25 years before they can sit back and now collect their pension. You know? And the but, fact that we want to yeah. vote these, these, these idiots out, honestly, Bill, it's not going to happen because look what happened in the last campaign – Murphy knew he was done because he knew he screwed up with the yeah. whole COVID thing. So what does he do? He throws the weed thing on the ballot. Yeah. I know at least three dozen people that haven't voted in the last five. They voted months, for that. But they voted because but Joe, the weed was on the ballot. Joe, you know what the problem is? But, but Joe, the bigger problem is the infighting, right? So we tried hard to work with Sean Golden, who is the chairman of the Republicans in Monmouth. And we tried to give him the right advice, give him the support locally. But his ego, because he doesn't like me, because he, you know, he sees what we're doing as a threat to his power. And he's right. But in, instead of working with us, what he did was he let his ego get in the way. And as a result, they lost three assembly seats. Three assembly seats in Monmouth County. So the challenge is that when you have Republicans who their own ego is so big that they won't work with the obvious stronger allies like me and George Gilmore and others out there, they reject the help that they so desperately need because they're willing to cut their nose off despite their face. And as a result, Golden and Tom Arnone conspired to lose three seats. They literally like like two dummies. And and when you lose seats like that and when you start to lose power at the local town because you're too afraid to work together with others, you're standing in the way of unifying the party. And I say that this is why the common sense movement is so important, because when we unify the party, we don't have to all agree. This is not like, hey, you got to be all in for Trump or no. This is about do you agree we need to change government at the local level from the ground up? We need to fix the potholes in the bridges. We need to deliver on unemployment. We need to monetize New Jersey transit. We need to reevaluate how we fund higher education. We need to end the sanctuary state. We need to stand up for our cops, both active and retired, all of those things. When you can find all that common ground and get together, you can win. And Joe, when you can win, we can reset the clock and take the state back. But we can't do it 
while you've got guys like Sean Golden standing in the way of progress and unity and rejecting help, and when you've got other folks voting themselves a fat pay raise on the backs of the taxpayers. But we can get it back, and I'd encourage you to join this movement that we've got. Joe, always good to talk to you. Thanks for calling. Uh, hey, Bucky, hang in there. Sheila, I'll be right back. 947. Eric Scott, with, or no, it's traffic and weather next. Zero. 9.54 on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, everybody on hold. I'll get back to this tomorrow. I'm going to mention this again at some point. Uh, Bucky and Sheila, sorry about that. I'm out of time. I do want to point one thing out. Uh, later this week, I believe uh, this weekend, uh, Senator John Bramnick's going to announce that he is running for governor. Now, John uh, may be occupying that lane of never Trump. You know, he hates Trump. He only says bad things about him. However... John, if you're listening or any supporters of yours listening, I'm going to give you credit where credit is due. I'm not always harsh on everybody all the time. Uh, when you deserve a shout out, you get one. John Bramnick voted no on the pay raise. Good on him. It was a smart vote coming into a, a campaign for governor. And, uh, you know, I'll give him the credit that he deserves on standing strong on that no vote. All right, everybody else. Look, guys, this is not that tricky. We can fix New Jersey. I need you to join me in voting in the Republican primary. If you are an unaffiliated voter, you show up, you ask for a Republican ballot, you're a Republican for a day, you can always switch back the next day. Hopefully, I'll see many of you at my next podcast, Common Ground with Bill Spadia, brought to you by New Jersey 101.5. It'll be taking place at the Women for Common Sense luncheon uh, happening on Thursday, February 1st. Go to womenforcommonsense.com, um, and uh, I will see you tomorrow at 6. This my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On time. It's tricky. It's tricky. 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 It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On time. It's tricky. 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 I met this little girly. Her hair was kind of curly. Went to her house and bust her out. I had to leave you early. Time and rock a rhyme. I said it's not that easy. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right, on time is tricky. How is it, baby? It's tricky, tricky, tricky. It's tricky to rock around, rock around. That's right, on time is tricky. Tricky, tricky, tricky. In New York, the people talk and try to make us rhyme. They really hold, but we just walk because we have no Thanks for listening to the Bill Spadia Show on demand. Don't forget to check out the latest online from Bill Spadia on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.